This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. Hey Jazz fans, I'm Connor Varney and this is your Jazz Game Rewind. Tonight the Jazz trumped the team from our nation's capital, beating the Wizards 128-124. to But that final margin was a little bit closer than it should have been. It was smooth sailing for the Jazz for a while. The lead fluctuated between about 9 and even as high as 15 for most of the game. At the end of the third, things started to get a little stormy. The Wizards went on a 13-0 run to end the period and brought the game within two. They kept chipping away at the lead and with three minutes to go in the fourth, Bradley Beal made a dunk to give the Wizards their first lead of the game. High pick and roll. Donovan passes it into the traffic. Turnover on Donovan. Bradley Beal will dunk on the other side and the Jazz trail for the first time tonight since the first quarter. But after the Wizards took that lead, the Jazz had two big answers. Gobert at the top of the key. They're running their natural offense here. Ingles lobs it to Gobert. He's at the rim. He's fouled. He scored! Thrown to the ground! He puts it up with a right hand while falling and puts it in! Ingles out with it. Gobert with great help defense. Beals slow getting back. Mitchell kicks to Rubio. Left corner three. Got it! Ricky Rubio! And that huge triple from Rubio gave the Jazz just enough of a cushion to pull this one out despite some great shot making by the Wizards down the stretch. As I said, the Jazz escaped with a 128-124 victory. Now, before we go any further, the Jazz clinched a playoff berth last night when they didn't play because the Sacramento Kings lost. And Quinn Snyder, before the game, was asked about how he felt, and he said he was happy. But now the goal is to keep getting better and keep the guys healthy. Now, the health is kind of a concern after this one, as the Jazz had three injury concerns happen in the first quarter. Donovan Mitchell had an eye contusion and was able to return to the game, but Raul Neto took a blow to the head and then experienced concussion-like symptoms, so he had to miss the rest of the game. And Derek Favors had back soreness and missed the rest of the game. So those three storylines will be really important to keep an eye on as we go down the stretch of this season, and hopefully all three guys can get fully healthy for the playoff run. Keep it locked to utahjazz.com for updates on them. Now, the Jazz' best stretch of basketball in this game came at the end of the first quarter. They were trading baskets with the Wizards, and Washington had a four-point lead when the Jazz charged ahead on a huge run. Ingles pops to the corner, guarded by Parker. Drives by him, shoves into him. Parker blocks the shot. Ingles gets it back, powers through him, draws the foul, and scores. Ingles talks trash to Parker. Thomas Bryant is furious because he got a technical a moment ago and for when Ingles then said something similar here. Oh, another, another technical, technical foul. That one's on Bradley Beal, who came into this game all fired up. He and Jay Crowder have been talking an awful lot. I like it. It's harmless. Well, it's probably good for the Jazz, frankly, who have not been very sharp. And Washington may have woken them up a little bit. Joe Ingles completes the three-point play. Ties us at 26. Bounce pass down low to Bryant. Finds a cutting to Decker. He drops it. Flips it out to Parker. Parker drives in the lane. Hooks it up. No good. Rebound tipped in by Decker. Was in the cylinder. Oh. They count it. Sorry, I saw the official raise his hand. Assumed they were going to wave that off. 28-26. High pick and roll. Spread floor. Ingles works to the right angle. Underhand handoff to Crowder. Open three. Got it. That was a neat play there by Joe, Ron, and Thurl. He moved the angle of the pick and roll to where he doesn't, where he isn't usually working, 
and then went right hand instead of left to get Crowder that handoff. Well, they were forcing him right, and I think the Jazz were expecting that. They must have saw that the last time they played this team because Crowder came right in the pocket. Yep. Double team, finds Bryant on the roll. Bryant stops at the elbow, takes a mid-range jumper. It's no good. Parker with an aggressive rebound. Goes back to the basket, blocked by Crowder. Loose ball, Corver has it. Corver comes to the front court, bounces ahead to Neto. He hooks to the corner to Ingles. One dribble to his left, fires the three and airballs it. Favors offensive rebound, puts it back up and in. Here comes Bradley Beal in the lane, jump stop, misses, rebound Corver. 53 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz by three. Crowder on the push. Neto on the far side. Favors running the floor. Corver, tough catch. Fire. Hit. Oh, Kyle Corver. Quickly the other way. Decker driving. Cut off by Crowder. Joe Ingles steps into a two-for-one three and hits. And the Jazz continue their run. And lead at 37-29. After Jabari Parker halved a pair of free throws, Joe Ingles ended the quarter like this. Joe chests it to Crowder. Crowder wasn't quite sure what he wanted to do, so he bounces it back to Ingles. Ingles drives with the right, steps back for a free throw line jumper. Good. Joe Ingles is just talking. Just jet talking. And he goes to the quarter with 10 points on four of six from three. And the Jazz score 39 points in the quarter and lead Washington 39-30 on a 17-3 run to close. And now it's time for the player of the game, and I have two honorable mentions before we get to the big kahuna. First, Rudy Gobert finished the game with 13 points, 17 boards, and three blocks. He was absolutely huge, and he built a wall on defense and made it really tough for the Wizards to score. Joe Ingles put up 18 points on 50% shooting and had 10 assists, giving him four-plus assists in 20 straight games now. That's the most since Devin Harris had four assists in 21 straight games in 2012. Let's keep an eye out to see if he can tie that in the next game. Now, of course, the player of the game is Spida. 45 had 35 on 12 of 23 shooting, 3 of 5 from downtown, and it was just a masterful night. And Donovan came into the game averaging 10.5 points over his last two, and he was 7 of his last 25 from the field. So this is a welcome sign from Donovan Mitchell as we go towards the playoffs. Portis putting it on the deck, tries to drive on favors, shot no good, Gobert rebounds, outlet to Donovan. Sadoransky can't get to him, Donovan's going to go to the rim, two-hand dunk. Donovan, high pick and roll with Udo. Donovan crosses over, steps back, top of the key and hits, and then prances backwards the other way. Now, speaking of the playoffs, there was a lot of action around the association that impacts the Western Conference playoff picture. First, the Portland Trailblazers picked up a 20-point W over the Atlanta Hawks, and of course, they're down two starters, so that was a big win for them. Minnesota knocked off the Golden State Warriors by one in overtime, and that game was just insane. I encourage you to go back and watch those highlights. Carl Towns ended up winning it on a free throw because they fouled him before the ball was inbounded with .5 left. In Oklahoma City, the Thunder lost by 10 to the Nuggets, and the Nuggets swept that season series. So now the Nuggets and the Warriors are tied at 1. Right behind them is the Portland Trailblazers at 48-27, and 27, Houston 4, 48 and 28, and then our Utah Jazz 46 and 30 in 5th with the Clippers, Spurs, and Thunder behind. I can't let you go without a stat of the night, so tonight the Jazz went 18 of 18 from the free throw line, and the last time they were perfect on 18 free throws or more came on November 24th, 2010 
in an 18-point victory over the New Orleans Hornets. That night, the Jazz started Darren Williams, Rajah Bell, Andre Karolinko, Paul Millsap, and Al Jefferson. That was a long time ago, so it's nice to see the Jazz taking advantage of each and every one of their freebies. Now, if you want more coverage of this or any other Jazz game, keep it locked to LockedOnJazz.net, where David Locke has you covered. He's got the Postcast podcast after every game, the Locked On Jazz podcast, and his Emptying the Noggin column. Now the next Jazz game comes on Monday against the Charlotte Hornets, so go get your tickets on utahjazz.com today to watch this team as they surge towards the playoffs. That about wraps it up for me tonight. I'm Connor Varney. Thanks for tuning in.